am I doing this? Okay, it looks like I'm doing this. Episode one coming up. Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of 10 Minutes Before Class, a podcast for college students. I'm Professor Diascro, and I'm hoping at least a few of you are college students, or you will be in the fall or sometime soon, or maybe you're newly graduated. It doesn't matter. Everybody's welcome, and I'm very glad you're joining me. My hope for this podcast is to recreate the few minutes before each class starts, the 10 minutes or so when your professor's getting ready for the session And you and your classmates are gradually taking your seats, and there's that time for everyone to chat a bit before getting down to work. If you've experienced this before, you know it can be a little awkward at first. Folks don't know each other. No one wants to be the first person to speak. No one wants to make eye contact, let alone talk to the professor. But eventually, everyone warms up and gets to know each other. It's one of my favorite parts of teaching, and the part I'll miss the most as our classes go virtual. You might wonder how I'm going to do this, and you'd be in good company. When I shared the idea for this project with my family and my friends and a few of my colleagues, this was the question I got the most. And I have to admit, I don't really know the answer. I mean, I have a few ideas, which I'll get into in a minute, but I'm also going to wing it a bit, which is really not at all like me. By nature, I'm pretty structured. I'm a pretty rule-oriented kind of person. My preference is to plot everything out, follow the line from step one to step two, and have everything proceed as planned. That's how I've started most of my projects, and it's how I approach my life in general. The problem is that this is rarely how anything actually works, from projects to life. I learned this first in the classroom. When I started teaching, I would carefully draft in great detail all my notes and have them printed in front of me. I would practically read them word for word as I lectured, and I tried to consider every question that might be asked in class. I wanted to be as prepared for every eventuality, cover all my bases, get from A to B to C exactly as planned. It made me very anxious to get off track by something unexpected. More than anything, I didn't want to look stupid, like I didn't know what I was doing. Of course, I ended up feeling like an idiot, even when I tried to control everything. There was only so much preparation I could do, so many questions I could anticipate before a student would upend all my careful planning with a question that I hadn't expected. It was awful. You all might not think you're very intimidating, but as a group of 40 or 50 or 100 or two, you can be terrifying, especially to a new professor. Learning to think on my feet in front of a crowd was not fun. Despite all my efforts, it was impossible to avoid. Today, my students are completely used to me going off script and wandering onto tangents. This is probably the most common comment I get in my teaching evaluations. They're used to me ditching class material at the last minute to cover relevant current events. They're used to me encouraging spontaneous questions and discussion. I still always have a general plan in place and at least an outline laid out for every class session. But I've learned to be more comfortable with uncertainty. I'm a work in progress, though. When I'm faced with something new, my natural control impulses kick in, and I really have to fight them so that they don't overwhelm me. This podcast is a great example of this. My inclination was to lay out a very detailed plan, 
and to consider every possible benefit and cost, anticipate every possibility, including all the criticism I'm sure to get, and then to think about how to avoid everything bad that might happen. But the overplanning and overthinking is why I spent a couple years thinking about but not actually doing this, because the effort to control every possible outcome is not only exhausting, but it is paralyzing. So I'm forcing myself to wing it a bit so I can be flexible and experiment with ideas, see what works and what doesn't, and make changes as I go. I do have some structure in place, though. I'm not flying completely without a net. As I'm sure you can tell, I've got a script in front of me to keep me focused so I don't forget anything and wander off in too many directions. Makes me sound a bit stilted, I know. I sound that way even to myself. It's impossible to speak normally when you're reading off the page. But I don't have my sea legs yet. I'll get the hang of it eventually. Also, I plan for this to be a weekly podcast, posting Wednesday mornings to break up the week a bit. And I'm going to base the first several episodes on topics that I remember from actual before-class discussions with students over the years. The range is pretty broad, from things like favorite books and movies and sports, to school-related things like how to choose a major, what clubs to join, whether to join, how to self-advocate to get help from faculty or others on campus, and a whole host of other things. And then we sometimes spoke about much bigger stuff, like after graduation life what to do with yourself once you left college. Today's focus on the challenge of uncertainty and fear about doing something unfamiliar is one of those topics. I've had so many students tell me in one way or another how afraid they are to do new things and how uncomfortable it makes them. Like most humans, they worry about admitting that they don't know stuff. They worry about not having enough information or guidance to do a good job. They worry about embarrassing themselves in front of their classmates and their professors to look like they don't know what they're doing, appearing dumb and unworthy. They're worried about making mistakes, appearing imperfect, falling short of some expectation they or often someone else has for them. It's scary and unnerving and it can be paralyzing. That's why I talk about my own experience with all of the same feelings here in the context of teaching and the podcast. I don't have advice really, but sharing our experiences can really help others work through their own issues in a way that works best for them. I can come up with these topics to talk about all day long. Ultimately, though, I want you to tell me what you care about as a college student, and I'd like to create a community here where you all talk to each other about the things you share and don't share about the college experience. How do I do that? with a medium that involves me sitting alone at my desk like I am right now in front of a microphone? Well, one way is to encourage you to DM me on Twitter or email me. My contact information you can find in the show notes. Drop me a note with questions, topics, observations. React to what you hear or even what you don't hear in these episodes. Maybe I'll provide some prompts at the end of some episodes to stimulate some dialogue. And as I get my bearings, I'll see about doing some interviews, maybe. I'll figure out other ways of increasing engagement, too. I'll wing it, see what works, what doesn't, and again, we'll go from there. So before I sign off today, I just want to say a couple more things. One is to be mindful that we're living in a very, very difficult time right now, and everyone is struggling. But the effects are not the same for everyone. We're experiencing and managing stress differently. Our home environments, our support systems, our communities, our resources, 
all are different and affect how we approach the challenges before us. And all of this may affect what we talk about here and how we talk about it. I want this space to be one where we share with each other, where we listen to each other, and very importantly, where we learn from each other. Okay, the second thing on a slightly lighter note is that I swear sometimes, just so you know, and are forewarned. Nothing especially bad and not gratuitous. I try to avoid F-bombs in public too, but it is part of my speech and I want to be authentic here. So I thought you should know. You'll learn a lot more about me in future episodes. But that's it for today. Thanks for sticking with me to the end of this first episode of 10 Minutes Before Class. If you've enjoyed it, please tell your friends, have them tune in too, and submit a review on whatever platform you're using to listen. That'll help others find the podcast too. I hope you join me again next week. I'll see you then. Be safe and be well.